Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here as ever with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim. She is the head honcho over at Solo PR Pro, the tribe that brings us all together. And um, yeah, and today we're going to talk about outsourcing PR. Is it dead? I don't know, Karen. We're here and we're working. <laughs> we're not only working, we're working pretty hard. So, I, know, right? um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would say, no, don't tombstone just yet. <laughs> I mean, we see it from time to time. It's the article. I don't know. Maybe whoever's writing it has a deadline. I get it. Sometimes you just <laughs> say, fine, I'm just going to be the contrarian. But, um, but, yeah, no, especially, you know, in the snow globe world that we live in, having been shaken up and things are settling in, it, it seems as though outsourcing is going strong, to be honest. Um, yeah. I don't know, but we were looking. Go ahead. Sorry. You have some statistics around that, right? I did, yeah, I was just going to say, we were looking at the, um, there's PR Newswire article. It's fairly recent. It's from March that states that eight out of 10 of small businesses plan to outsource this year you know they they know that we save them time we save them money and we are the experts which i know makes me squeak feel squeaky to say but yeah we are the experts actually own your knowledge um so that was really reassuring to to read um you know, I, I don't know how business is going for our listeners out there. If you feel things are waking up, I know we certainly have felt that, that, that uh, some of the clients that were slumbering just to get through COVID times are starting to wake up and, you know, the inbox is popping. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I think it's good to talk about these topics so that we can arm our audience, because I yes. believe that this school of thought comes from people seeing companies take PR in-house. So, you know, a new CMO comes in or a new um, PR VP or director, and then they want to have their own team and they want to handle a lot of the pitching. And sometimes they may want to outsource as a project versus having ongoing PR help. Right. However, here are some things that really can equip you to source the right clients and also to talk about this intelligently with clients about what your value is in addition to your you know knowledge and expertise. So I have a client, MBO Partners, and they do this client of choice um, study every year. And you're welcome to go to mbopartners.com and look for that study. One of the things that they are measuring and one of the things that they actually advocate for is as we have seen this pandemic, so the pandemic forced everybody to work remotely for a period of time. And then, you know, state laws and regulations prohibited people from going back to the office. You know, like here in Michigan, my OSHA said, work from home if you are reasonably able to do so. Right. And so for years, we've been seeing this shift slowly happen away from a manufacturing economy, which was very much, you know, eight to five, nine to five, clock in, clock out. And our whole work model system was built on a manufacturing economy. But as we shifted over into different types of work, right. that didn't necessarily work. So we've seen small incremental changes 
part of that small incremental change is people like us who um, are able to come in and to deliver outcomes versus outputs and not need the ramp up, not need some of the things that you give to your employees. So with everyone out of the office, it really showed organizations the bold new future quickly. And what was surprising to them is that it worked. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. A PWC survey that I just looked at showed that employers, not um, employees, not only thrived in a remote work environment, they felt like their careers didn't stall at all. In fact, they moved forward. And over half of them, I want to say 58%, made health their priority. If you got people that are healthier, that means they're happier people who felt like they had more of a balance. And so when you think about taking away commuting and taking away some of the things that suck hours out of your day. So if you're commuting to work Mm -hmm. two, three hours a day, you just got those three hours back. That's a lot. It is. So once employers saw like, wow, everybody left the office and we not only did well, in some cases we did better So now you see companies, you know, um, like GM, which is a very traditional organization, announced that remote work is now permanent. And they're allowing people to choose whether they want to do a hybrid work model where they come in a couple of days a week or whether they are fully remote. Um, Ford, motor company, same thing. These are, Mm -hmm. you know, companies in the Michigan area. There are other big companies that have, you know, also announced this change as well as a number of smaller companies. So when you've got people working remotely, you start to really think about how to optimize your productivity. How can we lean into this new trend? So as people leave jobs, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to automatically replace that position. This is where you can now effectively higher expertise for work that needs to be done. So now it becomes more than just the job description and outputs. And, you know, I honestly think that most job descriptions are trash. They're just garbage. (laughs) People put a whole bunch of crap on a piece of paper and it's not even what people do in their job. Okay. So, right. I mean, how often in our experience when we would interview for jobs or you, and you get there and you realize and, and this is not to fault the people placing the ads all yeah. the time, but sometimes it's like you don't really even know what you want yet. Yeah, they just until you talk it out paper until it looks yeah. good. Yeah, and I was. Yeah, I once had a conversation. Yeah, I once had a conversation where you know it looked like it was an outward facing position, and then you get there and they're like, "So this is an internal position." I'm like, "So okay." So then I just totally gave her an incorrect answer based on what you put out there and thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I think those are things that are arsenal for PR pros. So as you're doing your marketing, you can focus on that. You know, that you are someone you and your team, you know, if you work with other subcontractors or you have a team, um, you can share how you're able to help optimize productivity for a company. So they can stay right. focused on their core competencies and exactly. utilize your skills and expertise. You don't need a ramp up. You're able to focus on outcomes. You're able to integrate with teams to align so that you guys are all working against the same objectives. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of benefit to, you know, bringing in a team of people to get something done. Um, right. 
And it really right. does. It, you know, it helps your bottom line and you don't have to have all those people. And again, I feel like we're in an even stronger position because people yes. now are starting to understand you don't have to see people to work with them. That's they can so be true. somewhere else, they can be anywhere in the world. Yes. And we've got all this wonderful communication technology that we can take advantage of in the proper way um, to be able to track, to be able to communicate and even to collaborate. So yeah. I honestly feel like in addition to being, you know, um, good at, at communications, we're also in a position to lead the future of work. I mean, we are the the OG, you know, work from home experts. We, were <laughs> we sure are. Before it was a thing. We know how to get it done. <laughs> we know how to get stuff done remotely. Digital nomads, yes. please. Yes. Ex- Harvard America did not create that term. We always knew what it meant to work from anywhere if we right. wanted to. Um, right. So utilize that, you know, and don't, don't give in to sort of the fear-based mania, mania that sometimes, you know, comes across like, oh, you know, all the yeah. outsourced jobs, they're not going to hire you anymore. They're, and if they do hire, they're going to hire, you know, only big agencies. Lies. Don't no, believe it. Yeah. Not not true. Not true. There, There is so much opportunity for us. And I think sometimes you know, speaking from personal experience as well, you can get caught in that cycle of thought. And, you know, because we, as we've said many times on this podcast, you know, even if when we work with larger teams, it's still us at our laptop in our office. And we can think get stuck in that headspace of, Oh no, you know, you're right. Everyone's hiring inside. Is it time to go inside? And you know what I have found time and time again, that that is when, I will get the next email for the next project or the phone will ring and I will think, Oh, okay. Because we, we do. And, you know, it gives us that opportunity to, you know, stay primed on our profession. You know, we have the ability to, you know, sharpen our own tools in the way that we see fit for those that will need us. And, you know, there's a great freedom in that. There's so much freedom that comes with this. And, you know, myself included, I I urge everyone to, you know, take full advantage of that. I was watching um, a colleague's, you know, Insta stories. It was her first uh, day back in the office after a year. And, you know, already she said, oh, the commute, it's such such a waste of time to commute. And, you know, I thought, how weird must that feel? And I thought, you know, that was one of the nice things not, not that anything about this pandemic was nice, but that was one of the nice things of being a solo. It's like, oh, you're working from home now. I'm like, well, that hasn't changed. It's just I can't. Go yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. can attest. I can attest when I worked in Philly, it was, it was all told. It was ninety minutes door to door. So that is you're saying that's three hours of your day. That's fifteen hours out of your week. Now that's not to say I don't miss my train nap from time to time. Because I had a delightful little power nap. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> yeah, that's not a train nap's not enough to get me to go back. Yeah, and I mean, I honestly, I I hope that you know people in our solo audience take up the charge of really, you know, be a voice for for the solo community and how we work. Advocate mm-hmm. for us. Sometimes we have to be the ones to educate on the value that we truly bring. And so here are some ways that you can do that. We have these 
we have so many wonderful um, thought leaders in our community and great communicators. So if you're somebody that loves to write bylines, pitch some bylines to, you know, trade, um, trade um, publications in the industries with which you work. Reach the people who have the power to hire you. I know so often PR people stay within PR mm-hmm. to promote themselves, but you need to start promoting yourself and our profession, our, you know, solo PR pro profession to people who actually can write that check and hire us. Start to talk about, you know, give advice. You know, if you are involved in like your local chamber or, you know, business organizations or trade associations, if there's opportunities to speak, you can lead the way in sharing with them how they can optimize their workforce in the post-pandemic America. Um, And we can be a key part of that. I truly believe that with everything in me. Um, I believe that our profession is needed more than ever now. It, it would be foolish for people to try and navigate this landscape all on their own without our professional counsel. And so use that to your advantage and just know that, yes, people are definitely hiring. They are hiring and they're hiring fast and furious and it's happening across industries. And so if you know you're experiencing a little bit of a blip or or maybe it's taking people a long time to make decisions don't get discouraged by that because that truly is sort of the norm now and i think that that you know goes to not the uncertainty of whether they have a need but people have uncertainty about what's going to be happening in the wider world around them so they're you know some are like we know we need this but you know what's going to happen or we right. Mass vaccination? Are am I going back to the office? What's happening with the economy? Um, and right. you know, honestly, reports are saying, listen, the economy is about to boom. We're going to see some strange things happen as it booms, but right. we're going to have a major wave of recovery. So, I think this is the good news that we all need to hear I agree. at this point in this year because. We've been bombarded by a lot of things and a lot of challenges, <laughs> but the takeaway today is we're all going to work and we are going to have plenty of work. <laughs> and, and I think too, you know, as you said, with companies taking longer to make decisions, I think that has, you know, might be affecting our solo mindsets too, right? We yeah. think, okay, we think we're almost on the other side of this, you know, business-wise, you know, sometimes we need to make a conscious mental shift into that that brighter side. And my dog agrees. Sorry. And, uh, you know, I think so just just take a couple of minutes and, and just say, you know what, this is where we are. It is, you know, April 2021. It looks like things are going to be turning a corner. I know even as you might see news of different, you know, events, trade shows that aren't you know, nothing's going to come back full on, but things are starting to percolate. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're not going to go through the rest of this year in a dormancy. So, you know, we just encourage you, you know, keep your eyes open. Look for those opportunities. Don't be afraid to step into them. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, you don't get a response. So who cares? You know, maybe even start your own initiatives. You know, have, have you been thinking of, you know, starting your own clubhouse room or, you know, your own thought leadership? Do it. 
do it. Solos are smart, they're savvy. You know, you wouldn't still be here if you weren't. And that's, you know, that's whether you're in, in a house or out of house. You know, we've, we've had many wonderful solos who have made the transition. You know, they'll go in-house for a while, then they'll come out. And that's that's totally fine, too. And I think that when you do that as a thoughtful, best move for your career, because what I love about the times that we live in is that at one point in time, if you had your own business, you were, quote unquote, unhirable. No one would yes. want to hire you because they felt like yeah. you were too independent to be able to work again, in a team environment, that is no longer true at all. And so people move in and out of being a solo based upon where they are in their lives and their careers and what their goals are. I think that's pretty cool to be able to have that choice of no choices forever, whatever you decide to do in that moment, because sometimes it makes sense. Like you want to learn something else or you have an opportunity to work in an environment that you're really passionate about with people that you believe will help you to grow in your professional capacity. And if you could do that, go for it, do it, you know, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel guilty about it. Um, But do know that solo PR pros are among the smartest and the best of the best of the PR profession. And I dare anybody to fight me on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to fight you. I won't do it. No, no, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with and you. Our, I, I mean, I see our community. I know our audience yeah. and I know who we are. We are the best of the best. And so companies yeah. that hire a solo PR pro, they are getting so much more than they even expect. Yeah. You it's, cannot find smarter people. It's true. And, you know, we have to be conscientious because if not, we're, we won't eat. Um, it's it's interesting. I, yeah. <laughs> A couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, I was at a Philly PR Association event. We were just chatting amongst ourselves. And there was a woman who, you know, had been in business for herself. And then she went in house and, and, you know, the other person in the conversation said, Oh, wow, how did that, you know, how'd that work? And she said, you know what they said to me? They said, you've worked for yourself. We know you're going to get it done. Mm -hmm. And I thought, "Mm, that's good. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, you know, the, core existence of what I do doesn't matter what desk I was in at, in whose office it's still the same I mean that's you know it's it's true every time I work with my graphic designer friend that I used to work with in Philly you know it's the same work except I'm not running upstairs in this yeah. you know in this brownstone in society hill I'm not running upstairs we're emailing or we're skyping between you know Washington state and Pennsylvania so but it's the same work so same i work. you know yeah. i encourage companies to embrace that if you're afraid of outsourcing you know no if if we're coming with the goods that's our reputation and credibility at stake and to us that is everything you know that is what all we have is that ability to get the job done for you. So we encourage anyone who's, you know, looking for help in the communications world, consider a solo, you know, we, we are worth it. And and I agree, you know, solos, they, they get it done. I could not end this podcast on a better note than that. (laughs) That should be our tagline because it's so very true. (laughs) 
And I hope that, you know, you all, our audience will help spread the word that solos are here and we have bandwidth and availability and, you know, keep sharing those leads with one another. And if you are a company listening to us and you're looking for a great solo, utilize our website. We have a directory of solo PR pros and you can look by specialty, by location, or if you, you know, know a solo specifically by name, you can look them up by name as well. Um, but we are a great resource to find highly qualified people um, to get the job done. Couldn't agree more. So we thank you once again for giving us part of your day. We hope you're getting something out of this time with us. Please share the podcast. We love that. You know, share the information. That's what we do, right? And, um, you know, tell your friends, have them check out soloprpro.com. And until next time, thanks for listening to That Solo Life. <laughs> <laughs>